What's good, everybody? Todd Dynamite, aka the Average Legend, back again with another episode of the Diamond Devils in the Podcast. And let me just say, Happy Black History Month. That's about it. All right, uh, moving on. Already, uh, I got a couple stuff I want to talk to you guys about. Um, of course, Birds of Prey. I've seen that this weekend, as well as saw the Hedgehog movie. Um, I'll talk to you guys about. Uh, the new DBZ game. I just got around to playing it about like two weeks ago. And uh, also, just a couple, just, just one little thing at the end. That's it. Um, other than that, uh, let's get into it. First off, I want to talk about the Birds of Prey movie that I saw this um, this past weekend on Valentine's Day. Uh, all the single guys stand up. Uh, we all loving ourselves these years and shit like that. Fuck all that um, bullshit, bruh. Can't love these other motherfuckers if you can't even love yourself, right? Um, anyway. Birds of Prey. Let me start by saying uh, Black Canary was fine as hell. Uh, <laughs> uh, she was played by the the only movie I know I've seen her in for sure was um, uh, Roll Bounce with uh, Bow Wow back when he was respected and shit. Um... And but she was just fine as fuck in this movie, bro. Like I was like, oh god, she has grown up, yo. She, oof. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, the positives in the movie, of course, the action was really good. It was very visceral, as well as it was. How do I want to say this? Well crafted. Like it, the, a lot of it was based on Harley. Where she's not really, uh, she's not much of a technical fighter, but she does know a lot of moves. She just doesn't put it all together that as uh, well as something somebody like say Batman, like she. But she could beat a motherfucker's ass, especially with a weapon in her hands. Um, the other characters are more, I guess, well trained, shit like that. And you can see it in the way they fight. Um, yeah, that was the action was really good, man. It was. A lot more a little little uh, I guess methodical uh, when there was an action scene where they uh, like had to go after something and this that and the third it was well paced and stuff like that um, Harley Quinn now I know some people do not like Harley Quinn I get it I really do bruh. she's overdone as fuck like they ever since she got into the mainstream shit she has just been like all over the place I, I get why you wouldn't like Harley Quinn, bruh. But I will say, if you do like Harley Quinn even a little bit, you're going to enjoy her in this movie. It was basically a Harley Quinn movie. Um, this felt more like her movie than it did, say, The Birds of Prey themselves. I don't know why they named... I don't know why they named this The Birds of Prey movie. This felt more like a prequel. Um, on top of that, like her character gets a lot of development. Uh... She's still herself by the end, whatever, but, and she learned her lessons, but, you know, she, um, she has her own little arc and stuff in the movie. Um, the comedy is consistently funny. I, I would say it's like a slight step below Deadpool, but not like bad in terms of Deadpool either. Like just, you know, just, just like, uh, how do I say it? It's very vulgar, but it's also like 
in just some instances very funny because this is still just a criminal doing what they do you know what i mean like it, and just she she still doesn't really follow the law or anything it's just on top of that, like the other characters start fa not following the log or becoming vigilantes and their own shit. I'm not gonna spoil the movie for you, but you know, it's just shit happens in that movie and it's just, it's funny. It's funny. A lot of it's situational. A lot of it is just based on character reactions and stuff. It's fun. Um, on, and uh, one of the things I have to praise this movie on, uh, because I can't really praise every DC movie for this, it has a consistency to it, bro. A consistent tone, a consistent uh, storyline going on. Cause I'm gonna be honest, bro. Like now, all the fucking DC movies do this. Like uh, with, uh, I say like the first maybe four, almost the first couple of ones. Like uh, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, uh, Justice League, and Suicide Squad. All those movies did not have consistent tones, bro. They were all over the fucking place. So I will always praise um, these newer DC movies for having a consistent tone and shit like that. As well as the movie is just straight up fun. I really did have a good time watching that movie. Uh, uh, I really didn't have a moment that straight up I straight up hated. But I will say, like, I guess when we, I'm about to get to these negatives right quick. Um, the negative, the first negative, uh, the dialogue. The dialogue uh, isn't realistic at all. Like I, these are not how real people talk to each other, um, regardless of who you ask, um, whether it be male or female. I don't think. I just don't think they. This is not how people talk to each other. It's the typical Marvel superhero talk, but with criminals and shit like that, and also kind of Deadpoolish. So I get why some people wouldn't like the dialogue in some of these movies. I do remember somebody speaking on it on Instagram or whatever. So I guess some people won't like that mo this movie. I, re I remember this movie um, actually sounded like a mixed bag for some people. Um, also, like, I'm not trying to, this is kind of a positive and a negative with this one, like, cause I do like the soundtrack. Um, the soundtrack is good. But the thing is, it's in like every, almost every crevice of the movie. Like, this movie is a little too, uh, soundtracks like this work better when like, it's an entirely goofy ass movie. And in some instances, it is. But Deadpool knew how to spread it apart and have an original score in between all of it. And with Harley Quinn, I feel like I'm just getting another pop song every other minute. And that's not to like say, like to diss it or anything, because this is one of the better pop uh, soundtracks. It's just like, yo, I like I don't remember there being a real, real quiet moment throughout the entire movie. And a quiet moment can really help. Um, just, you know, it could, it could make or break a, uh, a soundtrack for you. Or even like just a movie for you. I mean, like, it's just a quiet moment for me. Uh, it speaks for more volumes than um, continuous sound at the time. Uh, and one other thing I want to talk about, there was this really pointless scene with Harley in it. Um, how do I say this? It was, it was, like I said, it was extremely pointless. 
it just wasn't it took up screen time i'll say that it was like a good 30 seconds to a minute but it was still just so pointless uh i really don't have a whole i really don't have that just that one scene just throws me off whenever i think about it because it had no point of being in the movie not really it was a whole scene in there just to be handy and i just didn't like it um and last but not least some of these characters are underdeveloped i'm not gonna lie to you guys this still try to be a birds of prey movie and it had a lot of characters in it so some uh, are going to be more underdeveloped than others uh, especially some that are even in the main cast of characters like I really just some of them I just didn't care for uh, some of them are are in the main cast I'm not gonna lie um, one of them I feel like was ex was not extremely underdeveloped but still had some character just like character development and stuff just wasn't where it probably could have needed to be for that uh, whole scenario or whatever but Overall, the movie was good. I also forgot to talk about the villains. The villains were very uh, super villainy. <laughs> That's the best way I could put it. Um, other than that, overall, uh, a 7 out of 10 for me. Uh, I really did enjoy this movie. I really do think that uh, it's worth your money in the theaters. However, I will say that like it could have been a little bit better in some areas. It just missed a step or two um, for me. Um, other than that, uh, congrats, DC. You, uh, I'm not surprised this isn't a hit because you guys have been fucking up over the years. But, you know, I, I, I do enjoy it. I, I do hope that this does not stop you guys from trying to do these, this original content shit instead of all this do whatever Marvel is doing at the time thing. Uh, other than that... Uh, we're gonna move on to Sonic the Hedgehog. So, with Sonic the Hedgehog, for my positives, this was just a straight up decent fucking movie. Like straight up from non from nonstop, <laughs> a straight up decent movie in my honest opinion. Um, positives: uh, Sonic was funny and inter interesting character. Um. Eggman, shout out to uh, Jim Carrey. He 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 killed that shit, bro. His performance was very entertaining. Um, the main cast of characters, I don't remember their names off the top of my head. I'm not gonna lie to you, but they are. Uh, but they were actually had some good lines here and there too. Um, the action was well paced. They had a very they had some <laughs> uh, the. Uh, Quicksilver from the X-Men moments for some of the action scenes and they actually had their own little twist on one of those scenes. It was actually pretty funny. Um, I appreciated uh, the action. It, it, when, it when the movie wanted to make me laugh, it made me laugh usually, or at least got me to a giggle. I remember just chuckling and having a good time watching that movie. I don't think there was anything that I straight up disliked in it. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the one big negative, just for the entire movie, it does not matter. Um, this entire movie is kind of cliched. And I mean that in like, 
it's not gonna push any barriers. It's not going to, it's not really uh, saying anything new. It's not doing anything new. It's playing it um, relatively safe. It's not really pushing any boundaries. It's not, uh, I don't even think that it would really tickle that sonic itch that a lot of it's, his actual fans will have to some degree. I know I'm only a slight Sonic fan. Like I, I play some of his games every once in a while. Uh, if his TV show is good, I'll watch it. But, but I don't think this is what they—they they want that boundary pushing movie and shit like that. And this really wasn't it. Um, however, I will say that for what it was, I really enjoyed myself. I remember giggling and just having a good time watching the movie, man. I really did. Um. So overall for me, it was a 6 out of 10, but you know, like sometimes those 6 out of 10s, they're, it's one of the more enjoyable ones. Like I would, I'll probably buy like the Blu-ray for this one, I'm not going to lie, because I really did enjoy my time with that movie. But if you're expecting some extraordinary ass movie, it's a step in the right direction for video game movies, don't get me wrong, because also with Detective Pikachu, I thought that was also pretty decent. I think that this this is just a, uh, I think it's a better way of how these movies can be made. But I also think they're not really boundary pushing like how the superhero movies over the last couple, like over the past years have really done it. You know what I mean? Um, other than that, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, 6 out of 10. Yeah, simple as that. Um, moving on to DBZ Kakarot First Impressions. Not gonna lie, this is one of the most complicated video games I've played in a while. <laughs> it's complicated in the sense that, how do I say this? This game, legit, I can't wait to get back to it keep playing it but at the same time I know what I'm getting when I play this game like this is incredibly a basic ass fucking game on a fundamental level all right like this is the definition of what I think a fan game is like like if you like DBZ bro you're gonna love this game I'm not gonna lie to you about that because I legit am a casual fan of DBZ it was what got me into the game with anime and all that shit, but I have grown so tired of the games and shit over the years, like, bro, <coughs> I'd be lying if I said that I was the biggest fucking fan of this movie, uh, not uh, of this video game, like, yo, the main reason I think that I enjoy it as much as I do is because, honestly, I haven't bought a DBZ game in years, bro. I skipped the Xenoverse uh, series. I skipped Fighters. I skipped Jump Force because Jump Force just straight up looked ass anyway, so I didn't care. I really just have not really been into DBZ over the years like that. But it, I will say that this is reminding me why I enjoyed the show in the first place, at least when I was a kid. It brought me back to that nostalgic feeling. 
which is why I said once again, this is a fan game. Like first off, this is an action RPG, um, and it is somewhat satisfying to level up my version of Gohan as well as level up other characters in the game. Because the thing is, and I started to realize this while I was playing the game, 90% of this game, well, not 90%, that's an overestimation by a long shot. About 60% of this game, you don't even play the titular character of Kakarot named Goku, bruh. Like, what the fuck? Like, yo. <laughs> if you've never watched the anime of DBZ, I will tell you right now, uh, because the story isn't the reason you're going to watch it anyway. Uh, DBZ uh, did not have Kakarot at uh, Goku show up whenever the fuck something bad was getting even worse. And he showed up right before it got too bad. And this game kind of just showed me that because majority of the time I'm not leveling up fucking Goku, bro. I'm leveling up his pals, his son, his enemies for the most part. Like, my nigga, what? <laughs> like, right now I'm in the middle of an intermission, which means that I am in the middle of the story where nothing is going on and I can level up my character as much as I want. I can do whatever I want for a couple hours or whatever, fight, uh, collect the Dragon Balls, go compete and shit, whatever, right? Why the fuck <laughs> have I not seen Goat? Do I only level up Goku right before a big fight? The whole time, bro. And that might even show that's a problem in the game sense, but it's definitely a problem in the anime and like all this other shit, bro. Like it's, it exemplifies what DBC is. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, you know, <laughs> it's not that great, bro. It's just not. Um, and here I am going on a tangent about fucking DBZ as a whole. Like what the fuck am I doing? But that's just how it is with this game, man. Like it, it represents the whole anime as a whole. I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. I do like how it kind of skips through some uh, unimportant shit. Like, uh, I won't even, I don't want to give an example that'll like spoil the story for people. If you haven't, if you haven't know the story of DBZ, I don't want to tell you. But basically, uh, in uh, it was this whole game has been. On a, on a gameplay standpoint, bro, it is one of the most basic games I've played in a long time. Uh, the fighting system is uh, basically DBZ Ultimate Ninja Storm and shit. Uh, and the RPG elements are as basic, basic as they come. Like, I think the first generation of Pokemon has about as much content <laughs> as far as that goes. In terms of RPG elements. Um, other than that, uh, like I said, this is just the first impressions. I'm only halfway through the game. I'm probably gonna try to finish this before February is out because, you know, March Persona 5 Royale is gonna drop and your boy is gonna be on that. Even though it's dropping at the end of the um, fucking month, but I don't give a fuck, bro. That's what I'm most hyped for. I'm also gonna play Blood Roots probably 
towards the end of the month as well. Other than that, uh, all I have to say about DBZ Kakarot is a step in the right direction, but it needs a bigger step. Simple as that. Um, so the only thing I have left to talk to you guys about, this is February 2020, which every February is Black History Month. And the only thing I have to say about Black History Month is shout out to September 23rd, 2000, which is the day that Static Shock fucking aired for the first time. I will advocate for that superhero until they cremate my body. Go watch that show at least once. Um, it's one of the best superhero shows I've ever seen with one of the best superheroes, period. Honestly, like I really do love Static Shock from start to finish. Um, he, I, I really do try to read as many comics of him as I can. I probably need to read more. Um, uh, also, shout out to Dave Chappelle. Uh, to me, he was a part of Black History because Chappelle's show was such an innovative show for uh, Comedy Central, as well as just uh, black comedy in general. It's just like he to this day still inspires me even with his stand-up shows to like speak my motherfucking mind and say how I wanna say things. Um shout so shout out to him. Uh and rest in paradise, John Witherspoon. Your your uh, contributions to entertainment have always been exceptional. Appreciate you. Hold nothing but the best for you. Um up in heaven. Other than that <laughs> other than that, uh I have nothing else I need to say. This has been Ty Dynamite, aka The Average Legend, with the Diamond Dozen Podcast. Hopefully, I'll try to have another one out before February is out. If not, fuck it, I'll see you in March. My, birth- my birthday is there. And if you ain't giving me nothing through Cash App, eat a dick. Bye. Bye. Bye.